In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball is not boring, and I can tell you this, and I often say this, you know, we have people on, and they are all people who make baseball not boring, but there are a few people on this planet who lives it, not only says it, but lives it, lives it more than Johnny Gomes. Hi, Johnny. I I just couldn't be more ecstatic to be with two great men right now. Mm. That's, That's good. Listen... Thank you. Thank you, first of all. We pay in compliments. You, yep. So in, in, in case anyone, Johnny is wearing the Rob Lowe MLB hat. Oh, beyond that. Beyond that, it's the Home Run Derby X, isn't it? Oh. Is all it right, Home Run Derby X in Mexico gonna, City? We're, we're going to get to the Home Run Derby in a second, okay? Well, yeah, it is. You yeah, got some you can't, good, yeah, you got you, some you, good gear, Johnny. Man, you, you got some good gear. You can't just go down to your local freaking store and find this hat, by the way. You'll be there all day looking for this. Cool, cool. For the listeners, describe what Johnny's wearing, please. All right, so we got a massive paneled M. Oh, or do we want to go top up or top yeah, down? Yeah, let's you're this is what you're you're much better at this all right we got the mike napoli unbuttoned american flag jean uh canadian tuxedo going and then on top we've got the mexico city home run derby x massive panel mlb logo on the front like he's rob low but even cooler than that so i and then the beard to boot i mean you can't buy the beard and there's the trophy for the home run derby X back there, no big deal. Congrats on winning that. Uh, what well, was that a couple weeks ago now? Yeah. Well, 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 Johnny, this is why once again we have you on because this is this is a podcast about what it's like to be a champion and what you do after you become a champion. And uh, Coop and I have been champions in the world of of podcasting, but we haven't been champions in the world of playing the great game of baseball. And you have. As uh, as we know, you have rings to prove it. And by the way, you have the rings. And you pointed this out the other day when I posted a picture. You have two world championship rings, one with the Red Sox, one with the Royals. And what a pro move by you. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. What a pro move by you. What finger did you have them sized with for? I have both rings sized. My, my, ring, my uh, size is 13. I don't know if that's inches or I don't know how they do it, but it's 13. Both of them for my middle finger. Perfect. That is, that is Perfect. a true have story. You, have you, do you have any pictures of yourself doing the double buried with them? There's probably quite a few floating around because that's pretty much my go-to move. So, so, this is, so this is the first. So what this podcast is, is the blueprint on how to celebrate a championship. And when we talk about the who wrote the blueprint – 
that you had a listen, not not just one person wrote the Constitution of the United States, right? But some main some main people wrote the Constitution of the United States, much like some main people wrote the blueprint on how to celebrate a championship. You are basically like the John Hancock of writing the blueprint for how to how to celebrate a championship. That would well, be fair. And like the Constitution, the the first thing we're going to start with is freedom of speech, right? So you now have the right to say whatever the fuck you want, and it has to be true. You can say we are some bad MFers. We whoop their ass. We are awesome. And everyone just has to nod their head. You you literally have freedom of speech to just let it eat and try not to get in trouble with it. But yeah, you, you definitely have the floor for let's see about four months you have the floor yeah because you don't have to worry if you win a series you don't you say oh well we got to play another series we don't want to seem too cocky we don't want to you know piss off whoever but once you get to that final once you get to the finish line like you said whatever you know whatever you want in the clubhouse on the parade route on the stage whatever you want right absolutely freedom of speech let it freaking eat. You have like four months until you even have to worry about it. the front office. I'd imagine they got to get back to work pretty soon. But I mean, yeah, as a player, literally everything you say is right. You can like make shit up that you had some like crazy story or some tipping or whatever. And everyone's going to believe you of like, oh my God, these guys are just unbelievable. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's you, right? Two, what is it? Like right to bear arms, okay? And that is your champagne bottle, right? And and your beers. <laughs> you have a right to bear those whenever, wherever. It doesn't matter if it's sun up, sun down, on the parade, on a duck boat, on a fire truck, or whatever, you have the right to bear booze. And I think that Cora Coop. I think Cora said that the the product got better and better as you. He did. He did with right? each series. You get it a little bit nicer. Uh, with the gold bottle, alcohol with the World Series is that that would be accurate, Johnny? That you see it go from Bud Light, all due respect to Bud Light, to gold bot bottles at the end. That that's exactly right. And what I don't think is talked about much. Maybe we're uh, breaking some ground here, but. I don't know how many people on this planet have truly got drunk like a night of drinking on Ace of Spades champagne and Budweiser. Right. Also, you. I just want to point out Ace of Spades was like, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's in anymore, but you guys had the perfect moment because I think it was cool. Like from like 20, 2012 to like 2016. So you had like, two great opportunities to really ride that high of like ace of spades because it's a cool looking bottle especially when poppy's got like a magnum bottle of it yeah poppy and i pop that that magnum bottle i mean but just let that soak in for a while like imagine hanging out at like a super hot shot club and being like yeah i'll take two uh bottles of ace of spades and a 12 pack of budweiser (laughs) what was what was the bigger what team had the bigger bar tab out of like one night, Kansas City so that, or Boston. So that's the other thing is it's two completely different celebrations on the fact of winning at home 
and winning on the road. Kansas City, we won in New York, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so you think instantly like New York, the clubs, you know, you could just, you're not welcome in New York. You just freaking cut their throats open, right? No, you, you don't have to just get out of Queens. I mean, now you're on a bus and you got guys well, okay. over here. So yeah. let's so so let's let's stick there for a second. This is a good this is a good piece of it, which is you win at you win at home with the Red Sox, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Napoli's walking the streets of 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 Boston for three days. Um, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to like what it's like to win at home. But when you win on the road. That night, you're not like getting on the plane that night, are you? Do you get like the whole? You get the banquet room or something, or what? What? What happens? Yeah, so I'm I'm sure it's different for everybody. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we did. Yeah, we won there, and um, yeah, you you want to leave your mark? You want to tornado that visiting clubhouse, right? You want them to have to like clean that up. I mean, you talk about like a wound and a loss soaking in. You know, try vacuuming that floor for a month. <laughs> You're going to hate that team. And that's the whole freaking idea, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're not throwing your towel in the basket, you know. <laughs> you are tornadoing that place. And, and again, you have freedom of speech, right? Bear arms. So, um, yeah, you no one's going to say anything about it. Like, oh, they left the clubhouse on this. No, no. Yeah. And so, so when you when you're going through it, you no matter what clubhouse you're in, you get in there. And I would imagine you you know, you have the once everyone settles in a little bit, you have a speech, right? Or you have maybe a couple speeches. Is that right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's different. You know, it, it actually depends on the clubhouse, right? So I've only done, I've done two World Series, but been in the playoffs six times. So, I mean, we did some champagnes. So it, it the clubhouse actually dictates your action, right? So mm. when you see dudes like on the road, like taking a lap around the field, you've seen those guys most yeah. of the time it's because it's a terrible clubhouse <laughs> and they just want to let loose and party. So it's like, ah, let's just go run around the freaking field because it sucks in here. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. But uh, I remember, yeah. So it d does depend. Like if you win on the road, uh, you know, sometimes they wheel out that stage. I don't know why in New York Mets with Kansas City, we did all the trophy, the World Series, World Series MVP in our clubhouse. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know what was up with that. But um, yeah, that changed. That changed. Yeah. That's, that's something yeah. different. And, yeah. you know, so so then you're, you know, you're going, I mean, and in, in one of the things, Johnny, and, you know, we talked to Cora about, about this a little bit is, you know, as you said, you've made the playoffs a ton of times and you've celebrated a ton of times. And But that time, that that instant, and we saw this with the Astros and the looks on the faces, and can you ever describe what that feels like? Could you ever it, – it might because we're not talk, – we're talking about not only a lifetime of getting to that, but we're talking about seven months of grinding it out every single day to get to that. Can you just, is it a, is it a feeling like that is you just can't duplicate? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely can't duplicate it. Um, I mean, fortunate to win twice 
Like I was in, you know, Poppy's got a bunch. The Astros got a bunch. Um, and, and it's different every time. Like it truly is. But the first one is it's you know it's really an emotional roller coaster right like you want to go back to like when you're five years old in the freaking backyard saying you're going to win the world series and then you know you see your family and then you see your coaching staff and then you want to think in your head all the coaches that help you get there and then you want to dig yourself a little bit right and do the media so i mean it's truly like an emotional roller coaster but um I was actually fortunate enough to taste the losing side of it in the beginning, which I think changed the whole thing. In 2008, we went to the World Series with Tampa against Philly and lost. And I was like, first, holy shit, it's really hard to win one, is what really sunk in. And holy shit, like, you need more than just talent, right? You, You, like, need luck. You need health. You need just so much more that goes into it. Um, so, you know, I, I say like getting a little piece of that first filet mignon, that first time you ever had it, you're like, damn, this is is different steak. Like this isn't at Applebee's or Chili's. You're like, comes on a fucking hot plate and you're like, whoa. Um, so yeah, then you fucking become starving for it. Right. Um, and then you realize that like this whole 162 games, like the only thing that matters for is getting in, right? That's it. I mean, the next 11, 12 wins are way more important than the, whatever you want to get in the hundred right around a hundred. It's wild. What, what do you, re- what do you remember about that first one? The one with the Red Sox, what do you remember the instance, like the images, the, like you said, I'll tell you- the- you ready for this one? Oh, I'm hold on. Go. Yeah. All right. Okay, so, so, yeah, we don't even know how to celebrate that team. Go back and look at that roster. I mean, you talk about young and dumb and not even knowing what the hell is going on, right? And sprinkle in a Carlos Pena, Cliff Floyd, a Eric Hinsky that, you know, were babysitters. But uh, so we clinched in Detroit, and we're wowing out. We are just wowing out, tornadoing the place. And I thought it'd be a great idea to take the fire extinguisher off the wall and blast the dudes in the shower with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> just think about that for a second. Isn't that just odd? It's like confetti, right? It's like just dudes <laughs> being guys. Yeah, we're just launching off fire extinguisher. It's like it's like chemical confetti. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like a great idea. Everyone's going to be like all like baby powdered up and like all stuff. So I take it into the shower and I blast it in the shower. Well, Rob, that wasn't a very good idea. So it (laughs) turns out that my firefighter guys out there, they're going to be like, duh, like that powder or whatever, it sucks oxygen like out of the air to put the fire out. So I literally almost killed the team. Just suffocation. No big deal. Everyone came running out of the shower and they're like waving their arms and I'm just blasting them being like, yeah, I know. This is so cool, right? Fire extinguisher joke. (laughs) And then, I mean, I thought we were going to need some CPR on a couple of the guys, but. That was with with Tampa? 
That was with Tampa. Yeah. That is a true story. Run that well, that's story. Why, that's why you didn't win the World Series. They were half dead when they were playing in it. So they, we were yeah. half dead all year. We I, it suck on that one. We went to the World Series with a forty-two million dollar payroll. I listen. I, I know. I, yeah. I understand. It's, it's, it's yeah. good. And you beat. You listen. You beat the Red Sox. I mean, you beat the Red Sox that year. We know. We we know the history of it, but. Uh, as he said, the most important untold history was just told right there. That which is, is that, yeah. Johnny Gomes, the man almost died five different times, which is a whole other podcast. He and also, I, yeah, and almost he, killed the team. Almost killed the team. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're basically, you're basically yeah. playing. You played for the tie. That story. <laughs> that story's been under the hat for a little bit. So, I love so that. that's does, what we do. We break stories. Yeah. Does losing that first one? Did, are you kind of grateful for that for a little bit totally. just to make just because it makes you appreciate the next two or just the, the next one? Thousand percent. Totally. I mean, it couldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of young dudes. I'm, I mean, I'm glad it happened. It happened to me young in my career. You know, I saw the lights. Um, like there's a saying that, you know, kind of sticks with me now that was like, all big games and you you want to play games that there's paint on the grass right paint on the grass they do it for opening day they do it for the all-star game and they do it for playoffs <laughs> right there and that's what i've always i was like you know all the games during the season that build up to that but it's like we're we're doing this to get paint on the grass that's, that's what we want i yeah. heard that one before that's good it's right here. The, 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 the pain yeah. in the grass games. I like it. How about 2013? What What was your I – mean, it's, it's a completely different team, right? I mean, completely different team. So I'll tell you about that 13 team. Obviously, you know, so, with you know, the Boston Marathon bombing, boom. But what a lot of people forget is the Bruins were carrying the team and they were writing the Cinderella story. They're like, this dude tries to blow the city up and we do all this and we do that. And then boom, like three, four months later, the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. And they went to game seven and lost. Right. Johnny, can I tell you, before you go on, yeah. what I always tell people about that year is that no one was paying attention. No one believed in the 2013 Red Sox until about end of August. And the reason why was because you had the Bruins, as you said, and you know what? The after the Bruins, Aaron Hernandez, yep, Aaron Hernandez dominated the news cycle. And yep. you guys had Why sort of he level, did. something happened. No, it's he, he's, he's just he was a great. He, ran, yeah. he rented he rented a car and played Grand Theft Auto in real life. Yeah. Oh, no, no kidding, not yeah. kidding. But by the time so it was it was at the end of August. You guys go out to the West Coast. You take care of business. I think against the Giants and the Dodgers. And then all of a sudden, hey, wait a second, a bunch of these guys with beards, a bunch of these guys like this is the team that, that was a nice story. All, they can actually win. And yeah. so anyway, to go back to the what you were saying about the team and how different it was. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And yeah, but but there there does always have to be like a fine lining. I think uh, there has to be something or I'd say majority of the time, there's always that fine lining of the team is rallying around something. And you saw Houston obviously rallying around Dusty Baker, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just huge. And I'd imagine on the Philly side, they're rallying around Bryce, right? I mean, 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's got all this money, does this. He leaves Washington the first year he leaves. They get one, but he's a good guy and he's good. We want to win for the kid. Kind of like Houston last time they were rallying around Verlander. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so there does have to be that, you know, rally cry or that rally around story to give you that extra edge. And um, ours was the whole fucking city, man. It was mm-hmm. wild. Hmm. And so when, when you win it, so in that celebration after you win it, um, obviously the first time you do it in the World Series, obviously you're probably thinking, as Coop said, you're probably thinking back to, wow, this is a whole lot better than 2008. Boy, what this this I like this a whole lot better than that. And and are you looking around and, and just being like, I mean, what are, what are you feeling? Again, you see Ortiz and he's yeah. gone through this before and – Maybe some of the other guys have gone through this before. You know, Victorino was on the other side of it, you know, with you guys in 2008, right? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So the other guys had won. What are you, what are you doing? What are you looking? What do you remember? Um, yeah, like there's a lot there. I mean, I, I tell you the buildup, you know, to it was, you know, like I mentioned Tampa, we were like young and dumb and running around like that uh boston team we were within ourselves we were so cocky like like i'm in spring training saying one day closer to the parade like what a jackass (laughs) i mean but like we literally thought we the whole fucking time man like thought we were gonna win the world series so um shock the world this like that was so far like off and we weren't even like told you so. Like we had this shit planned like from the All Star break, and it was just um, really cool to you know. To, uh, cool is a dumb word, but uh, you know it, it was just awesome. And, and it was again different in Kansas City, right? Kansas City in 2014 go all the way to Game Seven, mm-hmm. and they basically get bum gardenered. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pitches three times. It wasn't for that guy, they would have won too. So that team was like extremely hungry to well, get a well, ring a- after tasting it. Well, when you, when you, so when you celebrate Kansas city, that's a younger team. You said, Hey guys, this is how you do it. This is what you do with the bottles. They said, you want a nice mixture of, uh, of the gold bottles and the Bud Light. This is what, it, what, what happened. Was there an element of that where some guys still like, that was a fairly young team, right? Yeah, it was a young team, but they just went through the whole song and dance the year before. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have that. They didn't have that punctuation. Yeah, they. they yeah, they didn't get uh, the second or the First Amendment freedom of speech there at the end. No, small. Uh, and by the way, small market team. So you don't know what what kind of champion you. You probably are. We gonna get get the good stuff, are right? We, are we gonna get the good stuff now? Well, then, then you get into the parade, man. And you know, so what they had is. Uh, I forget like the big area, this huge right grassy area. If you remember, <clears throat> bro, there was 1.2 million people on this grass. Like Justin Bieber is going to give you 40,000, <laughs> right? I mean, we, we were famous as fuck, bro. <laughs> 1.2 million standing people listening to us do our freaking hoorah, hoorah. Is that, that an was- intoxicating feeling? Just like having that mic and just like, all right, I got to say some stuff, and no matter what I say, like people are going to love it. Their freedom of speech? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, that's it. I mean, I was so in the bag during that speech. It was <laughs> like, 
I don't know how that rolled off my tongue, but um, it did. And uh, I woke up the next day with legit probably like 500 text messages. And everyone wanted to send me the link as if I wasn't fucking there. <laughs> Could have said my cool speech, but why the link? Like I was there. But I remember clicking on the link and just going like, oh, no. Oh, no. And I made it through. It was like two and a half minutes. And I was like, oh, thank God. I thought for <laughs> sure I did something not PR. So, so this is another. So this is another breaking uh, story. Yes. You did yep. not remember. You did not remember saying any what you said. Well, let's just say when I woke up, it, I just there's a little bit of fog. A little fog. And, um, oh, so thank God for the links, then. Yeah, yeah. I could have just used one, or I could have looked it up. But uh, yeah, <laughs> five hundred YouTube links. Um, but, but that. But you you talk about the parade. I mean, that's a whole other part of the celebration, right? Yeah. I mean, there's. I've seen Johnny like. I've seen some of the drunkest people I've ever witnessed in my life get off the duck boats. Now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but 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 once again, once again, to your point, freedom of speech. You can say anything you want, and let's be honest, you can do anything you want. You just said you own Kansas City, one point two million people in this area. You own it. You own it. That's yeah. it. You've earned yeah. that for, for whatever, 24, 48 hours, whatever it is. You have this bubble, much like our forefathers had that bubble once they signed the Declaration of Independence. I love how this is like the Constitution. But, um, yeah, I mean, look at look at freaking Tom Brady's act that he just pulled. This dude has a supplement line and is like Superman. And this dude couldn't even walk. And it was like, huh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was the avocado uh, tequila, wasn't it? Yeah, they're, Is that what they're he launching the trophy from boat to boat. How, how yeah. so? How how long does it? How long does it last? Like you do the parade, you go home. <laughs> um, does it sink in that? Oh man, you know, you say you said for the next four months, you know, the, the year cool. half, but it must be just a totally different off season, and it, just totally different. I mean, from going through it twice and from the following seasons I went through, um, like the signings you can do, you're going to be on TV shows. You get pulled every which direction because you're super freaking famous, even like whatever. It's going to, it's really fucking hard to go back to back. And you could just. So I mean, look at the Giants, right? They ran three in five years, and they mm. won it last place. Won it last place. Won it last place. <laughs> the 2014 Red Sox thing. What a debacle of a year that was. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you, you rock and roll with your team. And then um, the parade is probably like a day and a half or two days after. So you hardly sleep because you're just – going for it and then the parade and you're going for it in the parade and then you continue it for about like three days in the city that you're in you go to your favorite restaurants you go to your favorite bars you see all the folks and then you finally are able to get home and now you have to do it all over again with your buddies <laughs> you say that like it's an onerous task like i have to go and do this with my buddies A thousand percent you have to <laughs> and if you don't 
you're going to get hot hummus thrown at your house. Because <laughs> they, they, they've been in the fight with you too. So now you got to go party with the buddies. And that's the local buddies, right? And then you got to go back and be a hero at your college. And you got to rock and roll there. And then you got to go to your high school. Uh, you know, the locals there. are not partying with the high school kids. And then now here comes like the famous stuff, right? Here comes the TV shows. Right. And then now you're getting flown back to the city that you want it. And you got to continue. Yeah, it's full. It's four months of just kidney freaking hammering. <laughs> the, the, and then, and then, you know, a little while later, you go to the White House, right? Yep. And, and then you and go to the White. Yeah. So you, and you, only, you, to, you only did that once, though, because you were, was it your, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't go to Kansas City. No. Um, but you made the most of your one. Believe it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then you're, like, waiting for it to, like, end, right? Like, you get to spring training, and then you see all the dudes again, and you start getting story time after story time, and then you're still hanging out with the boys and doing all stuff, and you're like, all right, it's getting close to turn it on, you know, all stuff. But then you got to do opening day, right? So then opening day is a big hoorah. And then you go to the White House. And then you get your ring. And then you get your ring. And then you get to go do it all over again with your ring on. Right? Because <laughs> now you have to go show off your ring. <laughs> so, yeah, man. It's it's a freaking... It, it gets exhausting. And I would do it all over again. Well, listen. That, this, this is... This is the ultimate blueprint. There is cool. Could we have found anyone better to describe what the Houston no, Astros have? Absolutely no, not. No, Especially, no. I mean, like I, I was a freshman in high school during the 2013 run. Yeah. So like that, like very formative years there, and getting to watch some, my my idols let me know how I should act in college. Did you skip, did you skip school? That, that was very great for me. So did I appreciate school? that. Did you skip school to go to the parade? Uh, no, I actually had perfect attendance all throughout oh, school because I'm a giant nerd like that. And it was also it was a Saturday. What is the 2013 what is parade was on a Saturday? I believe. I, I so. love. I love. You got to keep wearing him out, man. Oh. <laughs> so, but but I'll tell you what what like really sinks in um, while you're doing it as a professional athlete, as a baseball player. Um, you have in the back of your head that dude that played forever that didn't win. And you, you kind of feel like, like to do it for him, right? I mean, my gosh, how many numbers are on the board at Fenway Park that didn't win, mm -hmm. you know, uh, World Series? And we all have buddies that played forever, and we talk about it, and you know, the whoever. So it's uh, you, you owe it to the game to freaking, you know, let loose and party. Absolutely. Wow. You're, you're, you're the great ambassador for the Baseballs and Boring brand message, the great game of baseball as a whole, which you just you, – you keep on, you keep on um, basically screaming from the mountaintops. You just did it in Mexico, correct? Yep, yep. Just did it you in Mexico. Home run derby down there. Let me get let me get my fucking trophy for you, Rob. You Why know? not? Show it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, let's let's go. It's, you got it, flaunt it. It's, 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 Hold it's on, actually, while you get while you're getting your trophy, let me get my trophy. Oh, no place of spades, no big deal, no big deal. Some Wheaties. That's MJ on Wheaties, by the way. Oh. Yeah, there's hard and hustle work, but yeah. Anyway, I guess. Oh, <laughs> all right. 
Home Run Derby Championship. Yeah. Collect rings and X Factor trophies, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I'll try and come on again. I'll try and break. Uh, we'll try and break a story every time. Because well, um, you you did it. You did it. You're one for one. You're one yep, for one. I did. And, I almost uh, killed the Tampa Bay whole yeah. organization. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the rest of the playoffs would have been canceled. Bad. Everyone don't have enough guys on the team. You go out on top, though. That's the, you got to spin it that yeah. way. Yeah. You go out on top. It, people then, people then start saying like what could have been instead of, you know, how it happened. It's That's funny, right. Johnny, because, you know, I go back to sometimes colleges and stuff and they say, well, you know, the, the stock question is, what's your favorite story that you ever read, wrote? And, you know, that's a tough one because there's a lot of them. But I tell you what, not even not even close, top five. Not even close. <laughs> top five. five. Ways, the five ways Johnny Gomes almost died story. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was – that was True a good story. one. That was a good story. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, but that's that's what we do. That's what we that's do. It. We tell good stories and we have good time. So Johnny, I know it's been a long day for you. Yeah. Appreciate you jumping on. And uh if we can ever do anything for you, let us know. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh finish my night off with a nice glass of champagne and a Budweiser. <laughs> that's what hey, you know what? That's what champions do. That's it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> All right, All right guys. guys. Good stuff. Thanks, Johnny.